Hello, everybody. My name is Jacob Shanker, and welcome to the Flight Podcast. Shut up and sit down. It's been a pretty crazy weekend. You know, it's been snowing a lot all throughout the country. You know, I had to shovel a lot today, and even now, I mean, you you would think it would only be snowing a lot up north, but now you're even seeing it snow in Texas. So hope everyone is safe and healthy during this time because I know it's crazy what's going on in Texas. Never seen anything like it, but hope everyone is safe during these times. But uh, as you'll notice, my co-host Andrew Thomas is not here. He is not does not have to worry about the snow. He's out in the nice florida the nice warm weather which i'm a little bit jealous of but he will join us next week on uh the next week's podcast um but for today's episode it's just going to be me this is going to be a all football podcast all football episode and we're going to dive deep into the texans organization and what is going wrong what their future is going to look like and really just giving my in-depth thoughts about it as we I've previously have given it in uh, previous episodes, which you can check out, but I'm going to give my full coverage of the Houston Texans. But first, before I do that, I want to obviously talk about the biggest news that happened this weekend. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third round draft pick and a 2022 conditional second round draft pick, which could turn into a first round draft pick. So let's talk about the winners of this trade. The probably the number one winner obviously is Carson Wentz, right? You're leaving from a, I mean, dying organization. I don't want to call it a dying organization. I just want to say it's, they're starting to go towards the the bottom tier of organizations of the league, right? Ever since the 2017 championship, ever since the 2017 Super Bowl, they have gotten worse and worse each season. 2018, they made it to the playoffs, got to the second round, and lost. 2019, made the playoffs, lost in the first round. This year, they were the worst team in the NFC East and one of the worst teams in the league. Carson Wentz is going to be going to a arguable Super Bowl contender. They almost beat the Buffalo Bills. They pretty much they have everything you need. They have one of the best defenses in the league. They have the best offensive line. They have a great receiving core. They have a great running back core. They have everything that you could want. They have a great, it's just a great organization all around. And this is something that Carson Wentz needed. Right in 2017, that's something he got. One of the best defenses in the league, one of the best offensive lines, a great receiving core. The running back core was not bad, but it was good. And that's what he needed to have players around him. And even last season, he did not have that. A lot of the players were either injured or there was just not there. They were just not there. The Philadelphia Eagles are, are an abomination of an organization right now. I to say that I'm hopeful for them is an understatement. Um, I think that Carson Wentz is going to succeed in Indianapolis in Indiana. Um, but 
it's going to be interesting to see him bounce back from this season because he was one of the leaders in interceptions. He just could not get anything going, right? So he got out of that organization and is going into a great new one. And the obviously the next winner is the Colts, right? The one position that they needed, like I was stating before, was quarterback. After Andrew Luck retired, they needed a quarterback, and they were able to get Philip Rivers, right? They got him. They got him for a season, and then he retired. So they're just continuing to get quarterbacks that want to retire. Maybe Carson Wentz will retire after this season. We don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think that he is going to be able to do really well under the head coach, Frank Reich. He was able to be a great offensive coordinator for Carson Wentz in his rookie year and his sophomore year in their Super Bowl run. He was able to be, he's a great coach all around, right? I mean, I think the one thing that Carson Wentz needs to do is to fix his attitude because his attitude throughout the entire season was that they're going to lose. They're not going to be able to do anything and he can't, he's not going to be able to do anything. So he's just going to not try. I think that Frank Wright can get him to the right attitude, to the mentality of they're going to win. Right. It's the AFC is extremely tough, but they honestly have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Right. Just looking at it, I can't I can't emphasize it enough on how underrated that team is. They really have everything. So I think that they're going to be able to get Carson Wentz to be that top. I don't know. I don't think it'll be a top 10 quarterback but he'll still be an above average quarterback because people forget two years ago, he was a top 10 quarterback. Even last year, he was a top 10 quarterback. So they just need to get him back to that mentality. And obviously the overall loser of this is the Eagles. I, I cannot predict their future. There are a lot of organizations where I can tell you where I think they're going to be headed in the next next year, two, three, four, five years, what it's going to look like for that organization, whether they'll make the playoffs, the Super Bowl, anything. I cannot tell you with the Eagles. They have the sixth pick in the draft, and I'm hearing rumors that they want to draft a quarterback. Why? Why, I ask you? Because the only quarterback that I can – in thinking that it will be available is either Justin Fields or Kyle Trask. I think they're good quarterbacks, but you don't need a quarterback. You have Jalen Hurts. What is the need for another quarterback? Right? What you need is to fix everything around him. Right? You have a, a player that is becoming one of the, pretty much the new quarterback and the next generational quarterback is the Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and even now Jalen Hurts type player where it's a passing and rushing first. It's not either one. It's they do both and they can do it well. We're even seeing players that can even in the passing do it. Russell Wilson, great rusher. Even Patrick Mahomes. He's, I mean, he's not old, obviously. He's still a new um, uh, young quarterback, but he is still a good rusher. So you have Jalen Hurts who can do that and you want to develop him. You want to build around him not replace him you didn't get rid of Carson Wentz you didn't bench Carson Wentz and start Jalen Hurts just so you can waste his talent and get a new quarterback and then what are you going to do with Jalen Hurts keep him on the bench until he asks for a trade 
Is that is it going to be a repeating cycle until they think, oh, yeah, we just need a, a good quarterback. Then we'll get into the playoff mode. We'll get into the Super Bowl contender mode. That's not how it works. That's not how the NFL works. That's not making the playoffs works. You can't do that. I mean, it's they just they need to build around Jalen Hurt. I, I can't emphasize it enough. Get the wide receiver core. The, the only things that you have going right now is their, their defense is fine. It's not nearly as what it used to be. It's probably average right now. It's fine. Um, they, Miles Sanders, I think, is, can develop to be a good running back. I mean, his rookie year, I think he, was, he did really well. And if they can fix that offensive line to being a top offensive line in the league once again, or even just a good offensive line in the league – then Miles Sanders will be able to come back. Then Jalen Hurts will be able to do well. And they can build around that with the receiving core and get any players that they can, like Jamar Chase, um, Devonta Smith, anybody they can get. That is my Eagles rant. I, I just, I needed to go off on that because they, it's just sad watching them like that. I cheered on for them in the 2017 Super Bowl against the Patriots. Even though I'm a, just a Patriots hater, doesn't matter. I wanted to watch them win. I needed to see them win. And now they're wasting all their talents. They are thinking that, oh, they're just, they cannot let go of that Super Bowl. It was four years ago. Let go of it. It's gone. It's over. Now, think about the future. Okay? That's the only advice I can give to the owners. Now let's go on to another organization that is probably worse, probably has a worse chance, just, it's just a worse organization all around. The Houston Texans, God, they are terrible, terrible. Over, uh, we, we talked about it last, uh, on the last episode with Ramsey Brown, who joined me and Andrew, we talked about J.J. Watt and how he was released from the Texans and where we thought he was going to go. But that's it. That's their defense right there. Um, I mean, I, I just want to talk about their problems, first of all, and what it's looking like for them right now. Like I mentioned, their defense, it's non-existent. Not anymore, at least. J.J. Wall was the only chance you had at being able to at least somewhat get a good rushing defense. You don't have – because you didn't have a passing defense. And, and the reason that – and it's not even that he did terrible. And you can't even blame it on, on the age. He's 31. I know that he's regressing, but it's not – I don't believe it's that. I believe it's the coaching. That is the main, main issue here. Because the reason that they were losing all of these games is because of that defense. You cannot blame it on the offense. It's – that's just not what happened. They – if you look at the numbers, they had a great offense. They just had a terrible defense. Terrible defense. So, I mean, the, I don't know what to tell them, what I can tell the Texans to do. They need to get everything, absolutely every position, fix it, improve the players you have, get everything. I mean, it, it's just sad. It's sad. 
and going on to the offense, you're about to lose the reason that you had an offense this year. Deshaun Watson. I just want to talk about how much I love Deshaun Watson, first of all. I, I've mentioned it so many times throughout this entire year. Deshaun Watson has one ability that is extremely rare in a quarterback that you, you it's extremely hard to find. That's something I'll say. There are very few quarterbacks that have that talent. The quarterbacks that I'll say in today's game that have it, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. And that ability is to be able to succeed with whatever you're given with. We've seen Tom Brady be able to succeed with what he's given with. Last year with the Patriots in his final season, they did not have that good of an offense, yet they made it to the playoffs. Their defense played a good portion into that, but I believe Tom Brady was able to help get them there as well. Patrick Mahomes. I don't, I don't need to talk about Patrick Mahomes. I don't care about the Super Bowl. I don't care about how bad he did against the Bucs. He's still the best quarterback in the league. And if you think I'm wrong, go watch any Chiefs game. Any Chiefs game. And tell me I'm wrong because that Super Bowl was obviously not Patrick Mahomes' fault. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't even need to talk about it anymore either because he's just it. But that Deshaun Watson has that ability. The fact that he lost DeAndre Hopkins, you lose a top three wide receiver. And then you have your best season. Your best season. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. I think that they're not a terrible wide receiver core. And the reason that they were not terrible is because of this man right here, Deshaun Watson. Almost 5,000 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, over 300 yards per game of passing. I mean, what? They still went four and 12. It was still sad watching them that season. So now he wants to leave, and I don't blame him. If I were him, I would want to leave that team because they just cannot do anything whatsoever. So really the only thing that the Texans have going for them is the fact that they have Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Like I said, I think that they are – good wide receivers and they make a good wide receiver core so that's something that we know you don't need to work on your wide receiver core your running back core is even uh, it's not terrible David Johnson he's obviously not going to get back to what he was I still question why Bill O'Brien wanted to do that trade what was the thought process behind that trade we probably will never know but David Johnson's not was not worth it he is the big bucks move him that's all i can tell you move him duke johnson is fine he's fine again you you don't want to have him as an rb1 but he's fine i mean they there's they really don't have anything right i think the one thing that really lost to sean watson is the fact that i think the a big reason to why the texans were failing is their coaching right Deshaun Watson needed – he. they were looking for a new head coach. It was obvious this, this offseason. And Deshaun Watson needed to have a say 
in who that coach is going to be. Obviously, because right now he's the best player on the team. You could even say that J.J. Watt could have had a say in it as well because he's probably the second best player on that team. But no, they had zero say in it. Absolutely zero. So it boggles my mind as to why. Why, well, what, why would they do this? He found out just like everybody else did on who the head coach was going to be. He had no say in who they were having. And even <clears throat> I'm hearing sources that we don't even know the full story, that it goes even deeper, not be, besides the head coach, besides the terrible season. It goes even deeper into the organization as to why J.J. Watt left, as to why Deshaun Watson wants to leave, and why we'll see probably other players request a trade from the Houston Texans. Because let's face it, they have no place. They, they have no chance of going anywhere. They could have had the third pick this year, but nope, the Dolphins got it. So what are you left with? Tanking. Trade Deshaun Watson, try and get something, and tank. Like, I mean, you can, I don't know what I could tell you to do, right? I mean, if I, if I were Deshaun Watson, I'd try and go to a place. I mean, the best place for him is probably the 49ers. They'd win the Super Bowl if he was at the 49ers. But that's probably not going to happen because of two things. I think that it'll be very tough for Deshaun Watson to fit under Kyle Shanahan's play style and coaching style, sorry, but because um, it's extremely tough under that coaching style. He's a very particular coaching style, but he still uh, knows what to do. I'm not saying, I'm not discrediting him or saying that he's a bad head coach. I think he's a phenomenal head coach, but it's it takes a, a while for quarterbacks to get used to it. And once they do, it's showtime. Took Jimmy Garoppolo probably like two years, and then it's showtime. But that's probably not going to happen, as well as I don't think they want to give up like huge pieces on their defense like Nick Bosa. I don't think it's viable. I mean, the only way that they could do it is maybe trading Jimmy Garoppolo a a pick or two. That way they can get Deshaun Watson. But, again, they want to try and win now. They don't want to try and win later. They want to try and win now. But let's go back to the Texans. Um, what can I tell them to do? Obviously, trade Deshaun Watson. Try and get a top pick in this draft to get a quarterback. I mean, trade him to the Jets. You could pr- still get a top quarterback. I mean, yeah, the Jets, any team. Any team that will be in the top five because we know that the quarterbacks will be going out fast. They're going to go out fast, right? I mean, the top five quarterbacks right now in that draft class, in no particular order, just the top five quarterbacks, in my opinion, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance obvious choices I hope everyone else would agree with me on but you want to try and get one of those five guys if I were you try and get Zach Wilson if you can get the second pick which is honestly you probably could get um, from the Jets 
it's just a matter of whether they want that because they're going to be drafting a quarterback anyway. So why not get the the top three best quarterback in the league, Deshaun Watson, one of the best players in the league, who, in my opinion, if he's on a good organization, he's the best player. He's one of the best players in the league. He's the best player in the league. I mean, the thing that for me sets a, separates him from Patrick Mahomes, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I think is just a, he can make the big plays, but Deshaun Watson can just, he just is so good. I'm not trying to be like a Deshaun Watson lover. I don't want Andrew to come on here again and tell me I'm a Deshaun Watson lover. Like I'm a LeBron lover, but I am, I'm sorry. I am. I mean, he, Deshaun Watson can utilize every single player so well. So the Texans get a high draft pick, try and move some players around so you can get something, try and sign some players, do pretty much anything that you can. Because it's going to be tough. It's going to be a very tough few years. I, I mean, I don't see the Texans making a run in anything for, I want to say five years. The next time that we may see the Texans back in the playoffs, five years, six years, I'll give them based off what's going on right now. Cause they just need to revamp. They need absolutely everything. And it's something that is going to be, the hardest thing to to fix there there's nothing more that i can really say for them that's all for today everyone feel free to comment down below what your thoughts were on the carson wentz trade and me just going in all about the houston texans and if you agree disagree with it your thoughts on where the houston texans are headed and what they should do but uh, tune into the next episode on Monday. See you guys next time.